What did I watch this Nothing. week? Hmm. Oh. Gotta think. That was hot as fuck. What happened? <laughs> that was brushing my eyebrows. Angela kissed my man is what happened. Oh. Okay. Yep. Mmm, coffee. Coffee sounds good. It's actually water. I got super drunk last night. And I am wildly dehydrated. Alright. Hey there, welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. (laughs) Welcome to our side conversation. Um, Week 372 of quarantine, uh, week one of our nation falling to pieces, but we're here to possibly make you forget about that for five seconds. I am Joe. Oh, I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. I'm in love with Angela's man. It happens. It happens, guys. I mean, only so much you can do to fight it, but uh, really, what can you do? I mean, he's pretty great. I can't lie. Give in. Give it to I me, mommy. I love Kevin Bacon's big dong. <laughs> just, it is what it is, guys. Everybody loves bacon. So, we're here to keep it light. Keep it happy. Keep it snappy. Keep it gay! Keep it gay. That's, that's what we're here to gay. do. Gay! Um, so, what y'all been doing this week besides um, perhaps seeing the horrible, horrible news that's going on in our country? Maybe something lighter, a little more friendly. Well, I have been watching something incredibly lighthearted and Ooh. friendly. Ooh! Tell me more. Holy moly, season two has started. Hello. It's amazing. I you love it. Tell me, Rob what is Riggle. this? Holy, is holy moly is it's extreme miniature golf. <laughs> and it is hosted by Rob Riggle. The of the show and was like, "Holy moly, it's amazing!" <laughs> oh no, yeah, no, that's just what it's called. Um, Rob Riggle hosts it with some other guy named Joe. I'm not familiar with him, but it is Rob Riggle is so freaking funny. I absolutely love him. Ron Riggle. Rob Riggle, former Rob. U.S. Marine. Oh, what that is streaming on Angela? Wait, wait. It is streaming on Hulu. He's a big they guy. have only released yep. They have only released three episodes so far. Um, but it is a lot of fun. Who's I mean golf? but just regular people. Oh. That'd be like some sad. are I, on the first season. Joe Tessator like, is the other guy competitors, but yeah. that show was great. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun to watch. I mean it's the courses are absolutely crazy, and then there's always there's usually a physical component that that usually ends up with somebody getting hit with something and knocked into the water. It, like it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, the the boot, were... <laughs> there's there's a hole where there's a diving competition first, and Greg Luganis and the Goot are judges of this diving contest. It's so fun. Oh my gosh. Please watch I'm watching it. this tonight. I'm watching this tonight. Great Lubanus. All right. Sounds like Wipeout yeah. with golf. Oh. Basically. That's yeah. Nice. It's, hmm. it's basically Wipeout with these crazy mini golf courses. I am willing to spend time watching that. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I highly recommend it. Awesome. It's, it's like an hour long show so on you know on without commercials it's it's a good 45 minutes but okay. it's worth it promise. you guys hear me yeah i hear you yes. yeah what were you asking matt uh how many episodes on the first season 
I don't know. Well, that's such a conclusive 11. answer. What are we supposed to say? I'm going like, to guess 11. I'm looking. 11 oh, it's no longer. Season one is no longer on Hulu. So well, F <laughs> that noise. <laughs> Holy moly, season two. Hold on a second, guys. Talk amongst yourselves. Keep going. Boogie, what else you got? Um, I also watched uh, Cabin in the Woods. I'd never seen it before. Oh, the Whedon film or whatever? Yes. Or no, yes, it's not. Uh, it's not Joss yep, Whedon. Who is it? It is Joss Whedon. It's Who directed written it, and produced. It was It was written by Joss Whedon and Drew Goddard. Drew Goddard is the guy who directed it, right? Yes. Drew directed it. Joss produced it. And has they Hemsworth? both wrote it. It, has, it stars Chris Hemsworth. They shot it in 2009, which was two years before Thor. But it didn't... Um, it didn't premiere at South by Southwest, I believe, until 2012, so... 2011, it says. Okay. That's what that stands for? What? what? SXSW? South yeah, by Southwest, South by Southwest. Yeah. It's a film oh festival. Um, but it's... It was really good. I, I really... I really enjoyed it, and... I mean, I'm a big fan of Joss Whedon. I like his style. I like his. I like the way he puts together entertainment. And he, I mean, his stamp is all over this thing. Um, Richard Jenkins and oh, yeah. Bradley Whit Whitmer Whitford. They're the guys in the control room. Whitford. Yeah, yeah. They were killing me the whole freaking movie. I was dying laughing, which is not common for a horror movie, but well. There's a very large twist, so don't spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it. But did no. you like it? I did. I did like it. And I liked how I liked I liked how it kind of can almost explain every other horror movie that's ever existed. Hmm. Okay. That that all these horror movies could exist within this universe that Cabin sets up. Sure, and I, I think that's I think that's really interesting. And well, and, um, I think all of us here could admit that originality in horror movies is not frequent. No, you don't see it a lot. I remember that movie, and that was a huge twist, and I really did enjoy it because I'm not horror movies still scary to still are too scary for me. I haven't watched one in a long time. I'm not. I'm What's not scary ready. about them? I don't like them. I, I scream. Like, I the last one that I truly watched that made me, like, shudder, and I know people have made fun of me for this, but the Babadook scared me to my utter core. When mm -hmm. I watched the Babadook, I wouldn't even go outside to move my car. I, made, I mean, that's, yeah, that's crazy. I made my well, wife come out and sit on the step so I could go move my car. I could literally go get her here and be like, when's the last time I got that scared? She's like, the Babadook. She none knows. of, I was like, none of the going. things in horror movies could happen, though. Right. I mean, the Babadook scared me because I also went through a very difficult period of time with a very difficult child, and <laughs> I, there were absolutely days that I, that if one more thing had happened, I could have murdered her. Like, <laughs> why can't you be normal? I don't know how many times I have screamed that Just at my child. 
I'm not going to lie to you. Like, why, why is it so difficult? Yeah. And it, so it scared me in that regard. It, it, you know, it hit home, not because I thought some crazy monster was going to possess me, but because I had the potential to be a crazy monster. Hmm. I know. So. Have you seen uh, the comedy horror? Tucker and Dale, your favorite Tuck- movie? Yeah, Tucker and Dale versus Oh, Evil. such a good movie. Yeah. Such no, movie. it's still on my list on Netflix. I just haven't watched it. It's a must watch. <sighs> it is so good. It it's is not, so amazingly it's good. It's not a horror movie like you'd think. It's, it's like a funny episode of Supernatural. It's like a spoof. It's... You guys like board games? It's must watch. Two Dicks is beyond amazing. That's two. I mean, you know I love Two Dicks. <laughs> Wait, what? Is that four balls then? <laughs> you give me, you give me Ellen Two Dicks. Depending you on throw how in a two, and and I'm. That's all you Chip do. Chip and big dog. Hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, yeah, it's uh, it's very very good. It's very good. It is. So, would you cross off your movie list this week? Anything? Yeah. I didn't cross anything off my movie list. Um, I actually spent an outrageous amount of time outside this week, as you may be able to tell from my awesome tan. I, uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time outside, so I didn't watch much. The only other thing that I really watched was. A Netflix series based on a John Grisham novel oh, called Innocent. Okay. Yes. Innocent Man. It's an Innocent Man or the Innocent Man. The, is innocent, what it's called. the innocent Man or an Innocent Man. If you just search Innocent Man, you'll find it. Um, yeah. Either um, way, a bunch of books have been written on this case, but this was John Grisham's only nonfiction book. And it's the name is kind of a misnomer because it's not just one innocent man. There are four. A bunch of innocent men, yeah. What? Four men wrongly convicted. I I am imagining Grisham dealt mostly with the one guy, the religious guy who is still imprisoned. Yeah, probably. Because he is definitely forefront in in the documentary. Right. So I'm guessing that's the innocent man, but Along with him, she's right. There's three other dudes. There were two terrible crimes that happened. Uh, two women were murdered, raped, brutally murdered, in this small town in Oklahoma, two years apart. And in both both cases, two men were wrongfully convicted and sent to prison. Based on coerced confession. Based on coerced confession. And it... it of the of the most outrageous kind. I mean, I mean, in both cases, the two co-conspirators were telling complete, were giving completely different confessions. They were, they were describing two completely different crimes. Yep. And they still were like, yep, they both did it. They both did this one thing that they described completely differently. In both cases, they used specific coerced confession things. Most of the most of the talking to the police was not recorded. Days worth of conversations. Then all of a sudden, they turn the camera on and they walk them through their prepared speech. Yep. And a jury in these cases will never believe that someone would admit to something they didn't do. So all the time, these coerced confession things. 
are more solid than any sort of evidence, including in that first case, someone going, I killed this chick. Yeah. I know I did yeah, it. There was, yeah, there was a guy who came and confessed, and they were like, no, you didn't. That but, same guy like, eventually got a DNA hit in the 90s, but that was 14 years later. Right. Those dudes were in prison for 14 years. That's, That's a lot of time. Yes, for something they didn't do. Things like that make me very upset. Because the one guy was unliked and his friend was slow. Yep, that's about it. And then pretty much the same thing happened with the second set of murders. The one guy was unliked, he had a slow friend, they coerced them into the same deal, and they're sitting, you know, in prison. Yeah. Who who does this, you think? Like, there's no way that the people making the arrests are just like, oh yeah, well... They definitely did it. All we have to do is make them confess. I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a combination of public pressure because this is a small town. Mm -hmm. These were heinous crimes that they don't usually have. Um, and you know, just wanting it to be done. Like they think they're good for it. So, well, the cop who was being interviewed, who made the arrest on that first crime, basically summed up what you're going to see in almost every coerced confession. He said, the evidence might not line up, but I have to trust my gut. My gut tells me these are the guys. And he might yeah. be right 40% of the time. But that's 60% of the time. You can't he, go with your gut. He is going with blinders on. He's ignoring evidence. He's ignoring everything that's important just to make sure he gets his guy. So you're no longer working from a valid hypothesis. You're looking for evidence to support your hypothesis. Your theory, right. So, And it, I mean, I will never, you know, I would, I would never try to underestimate the power of a cop's gut, right? Because, sure. you know, I'm sure when, when you're seasoned on the job, you absolutely develop a, a sense about those things that you can't quite explain. But that absolutely cannot trump the the investigative process. Right. The investigative process is to discover what evidence there is and then and what evidence there isn't and solve the puzzle. I mean, any any good hypothesis has to be tested against the evidence that you have, and if it doesn't it doesn't match up, it can't be true. Right. It doesn't you know? hold water and you have to and you have to try you have to develop another hypothesis. I mean, I don't feel like they teach that to police officers. Well, they do, we talked though. about that's this a long time problem. today because of everything that's going on in the country. A uh, cop also has to, when in the moment, there's a lot of things cops react to. And part of that thing is inherent bias. It's a bias that's been trained into all of us. And um, it helps with profiling because you're working, you're working a numbers game out there. And according to these statistics, these this set of people is more likely to commit a crime than this set of people and you have to ignore that bias when you're actually looking into something that you didn't see right. but these people have such a hard time getting rid of that gut feeling i know this guy did it just because he's a problem maker that you don't like you know a guy who's been going around town like the the first guy who end up basically cutting his life super short by being in prison yeah. Um, if you saw the pictures of when he went in to the pictures he went out, you look he looks like he aged 40 years. And he was only in there 14. It was but he was like really he was mentally ill. Sure, um, but he I was think. he's manic depressive. 
bipolar. Yeah. And, and I think they didn't he was know what to do with him. as well. Right. So, and he just looked good for it. So they were like, okay, I, I don't like this guy. He's, right. he's trouble in the town. He causes problems. He must have done this. Right. Just because he's running around with an undiagnosed mental illness, and if yeah. they had given right. getting him to a mental institution, someplace that would give him help, he he would have solved his problems that way a lot better. But instead, no, just throw him in prison. Yep. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think it would take too much convincing for anyone to understand the system we have is not working correctly. Uh, By far. It doesn't work for people the way it should. Um, no, I think OJ was innocent. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he might have had a co-conspirator. There's some pretty good theories about that. But. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But more happy things. What else did you watch? I just I have one last note. I okay. just one last note. In both crimes, they kept saying that it had to be two people. Sure. Because of the level of violence. And both times it was but one the, guy. Well, the. the I mean, it was absolutely absurd. These mm-hmm. were two very slim women. Like, why? Why did it have to be two? And they weren't even brutalized that badly. I mean, I, I, if I had walked into that crime scene, it never would have occurred to me that it had to be two people unless it was two women that did this, I guess. Sure. But, but even then, know, once you just, knock someone on their noggin. There's not much fight left in them or if you really. have them at gunpoint or knife point or knife or, point. or double, any double, number of point. any number of there are any number of ways excuse to, me <laughs> you know ass to ass <laughs> like that one movie with jennifer Connolly in it requiem for a dream that's the one i knew he'd know <laughs> oh i know <laughs> i hate jennifer Connolly. oh boy um yeah, it's a horrible, horrible case, and I don't typically like these documentaries that end with so much unresolved, but I do recommend this one. What about you, Buggy? Um, I mean, I recommend it if you want to get angry. If you don't want to be angry, then yeah, don't watch it. It's pretty infuriating, because you can literally... It's, uh, what are we talking about? Most of these things are super biased, and you have to get past that bias because they, they're trying to tell a story. Right, um, innocent man. An innocent man, but like, it seems like all these authors went through and found facts, and are just trying to present them. Uh, I guess the only bias would be that they believe these men to be innocent. I didn't really see right. too much in the documentary that led me to believe they're trying to railroad the police department any sort of way. They're just merely saying they got it wrong, and here's the methods they used to get it wrong. Do you agree? Right. I agree. I didn't think that they were unnecessarily harsh with the police. I mean, they didn't go through their entire lives and pull all the skeletons out of their closet and say, see, this is why these men are terrible people or, you know, whatever. It didn't feel as narratively biased (laughs) as, like, making a murderer. No. No, not by any stretch of the imagination. No. So, I do recommend it. Yeah. Do you? Definitely. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm not watching this. It's hard to watch. Uh, no, I'm, no, I'm angry listening enough. to you. As it is, you know. Um, yeah, this hurts my heart. Listening, my wife might want to watch this. Hey, can't. What was the name of the show? Innocent, an innocent, the innocent man. man. Kaylin, if you want to get pissed off, there's a show called An Innocent Man about more wrongful conviction. If you're down, <coughs> she's smiling. She's watching the show. Okay, <laughs> get it on her list. 
Let, yeah, let us know what you thought. All right, who's next? Yes, who's next? Or did you have more? Matthew. Uh, no. Okay. Just more kill count. We'll uh, talk about that in a minute. Okay. Mathieu. Shannon, get off your phone. I'm not. I'm actually going to draw what everyone's watching. Oh, how nice. Yeah. So what'd you watch, Matt? Oh, by the way, hold on. Sorry. Oh. Shannon, did your son pat you on the head when he left the room? I had been meaning to ask you that. Sure he did. <laughs> that sounds something like... Because when he, he left, do. he was like, doo, 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 and he just walked out the door. I didn't even notice. <sighs> I was just so excited sweet, sweet to get water. my Surface, you know, something to play on. <laughs> I have to be doing something. Yeah, that's her excuse. So, Matt, what'd you watch, buddy? <laughs> um, You know, I have one big show I wanted to talk about, but uh, I played some video games. Um, Tell me the, more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Well, Joe was playing a lot of them with me, but um, <laughs> oh, never mind. there was too much new stuff stuff going on, but uh, there was something I wanted to mention, now I've forgotten. <laughs> um, whatever, if I remember it, I'll All right. mention it. But, but you said you wanted you watched a show? Yeah, uh, actually I was going to ask, I've been meaning to ask you, Joe, you remember when you talked about uh, Star Trek Picard? Yeah. You said, you said people like said it sucked or something? or they just Yeah, the internet it? did not really care for it. I am very puzzled, but it was amazing. It's the best Star Trek I've seen in television. You watched the entire series? No, I'm on episode six or seven. Yeah, but, I think uh, I think you're not gonna like how it ends. I think that's what uh, everyone's gripe was. The first few uh, episodes, okay. woo! The last episodes. So Game of Thrones. Sure. Sure. Um, I have not seen it. Uh, I know Discovery was fun. But that was less like Star Trek than Star Trek is, so I don't know. Yeah, this is not really. See, this when Star Trek started in the '60s, it was more about science, and then like the characters, Ooh, the character science. arcs, and and all that were like a backstory sort of. Sure, um, and they took political stuff, and you know they they had narratives, yeah. and they tried to make yeah first interracial kiss on TV. And sure. All that. Um, and Discovery the is more like J.J. Uh, Abrams. Yeah, the next generation came on uh, with Picard and all them, and it wasn't. I mean, it was different because there were more characters and stuff, but it wasn't really different. It focused on the science and everything. So, uh, very, but then very campy. <laughs> campy. Star Trek: Next Generation is very campy. Oh, so it's silly in like a lot of the ways because it's so awful. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, not as awful as. The original though, because they used like a dog as an alien. Oh yeah, let's the, not get it everyone knows the Zorg. What's that thing that Kirk fights? The, the Zorg. Zorg. Yeah, it's Zorn. Yeah. the slowest Zorg. fight in history. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's uh, that's very different from. Uh, I've only seen there's been like two, no, three fights in this, and they're fucking awesome. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna give too much away, but like the one lady is like. Uh, cyborg of some sort, you know, like an android, and she kicks some ass. All right, we're talking about Star Trek. Then, uh, yeah, Picard. Yes. Maybe I'll give it a shot. Then I heard then, nothing uh, good. That's all. Wait, is this animated? No. If people Flat are action. upset with the end, then you know, I, there's nothing I can say about that. I'll have to report next week. But it's fucking awesome so far. 
they also have like a really cool like gunfight. Get more kisses. Laser beam fight, and then um, there's another fight where the stew just fucks these people up. Whoa! Ooh. Like he, it's amazing. He like does a flip and pirouettes in the air, and then Ooh. scratches his nose, slices this guy head off, and it's crazy. But I really like it. Yeah, I can't wait for more. Wow! Where are, are you watching my pants? It's on CBS All Access. Oh. Yes, it's exactly where I'm watching. If you have such a thing. Star Trek Picard. Picard. I'm looking at They had another series called Star Trek Discovery. I never got to season two, but season one was pretty fun. Um, They had some social issues in there, but not a lot. And uh, Hmm. they tried to go into the science more about how they warp. They They have a nude way to warp. It's no longer a nude way to warp. You have to be like in in the Star Trek version of warp speed, they bend space upon itself and they go through the tunnel they created. They're not going fast. Right. They're just going through well, a wormhole. Well, they are going fast, but they're going like through a wormhole fast. Yeah, it's it's not like light speed like Star Trek, as far as I understand. No, it's not. Um, they created a new way for the Discovery to warp where they ride on like a tardigrade network. And they can just instantly like teleport from one side of space to the next without going into warp. It's interesting. Wow. Um, is this supposed to be taking place after... Yeah, Next this generation? is this is like way after everything. So like the Enterprise F or something. It's not the Enterprise, it's the Discovery. Oh. There you go. That's and interesting. uh Jason Isaac's in it and he's really good. And uh one of the chicks who died on uh Walking Dead's in it, she's really good. Hmm. But uh I'll have to check out season uh two and Picard, it looks like. So all right. So who's That's next? Horrible. Shannon? Yeah? Sure. I'm trying to do a Star Trek symbol. It's more difficult than I thought. Okay. Uh, let's see. I watched the rest of Hinterland this week on Netflix. I started the series last week. It's an hour-long British murder. Hour and a half. Hour and a half? Yeah. It's quite long, but each episode is its own case, so it gets solved within that episode. Um, the series had three seasons of what? Four episodes each. It depends. I think the first one had four. The second one had five and the third one had four. I don't think it was even. Is it British? It is. It's a British show. Um, I liked it because from the start of the show, the very first episode gets reconnected all the way with the last episode. So it's a series within itself. And you think it ended with season three? Yes, it did. I'll have to look that up. I believe it did because the last episode of season three wrapped up the case from season one, episode one. So they were all kind of connected. It was kind of neat. And you kind of follow along the story of these people. Is it gritty and suspenseful or is it more like outlandish? Because you made me think of my one of my favorite police shows I watched. It was called Wallander years ago. There's two versions of it, but that I just looked at that Netflix in it. Looks even like similar color tones. I want to watch the show. It is pretty gritty for a detective show. It shows more than you typically do see, and you kind of walk along. Some things like I would like to see more of that. Um, I was kind of happy with it because of you really think you know what's happening, and it 
you're like, no, it can't be him because I'm still 40 minutes into the show and it's going to be someone else. But they really Ooh. make you believe it. Like they wind you through a path. All those MacGuffins. Red herrings and MacGuffins galore. Not necessarily. It's just them following the evidence. Mm, okay. And I like that it seems more true than, oh, so-and-so did it. Okay. So, I don't know. To me, it seemed more true than... Do you recommend people go out of their way to watch the show? Yeah, I think it's worth a watch. It was enjoyable. It's a British uh, detective show that I enjoy. I actually enjoyed it over the DCI Banks DCI Banks is a tough cookie to crumble sometimes. And I'm still trying to figure out some of the British humor and talk that they have going on. Sure. It was kind of educational in that aspect for me. But that was the problem I have trouble with. <laughs> you know, words mean different things there. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, uh, chip, 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 yeah. Uh, did so they talk about fish and chips? Too? Yes, they did. Quite a bit. Oh, okay. Kicking someone in the fanny is drastically different from here to there. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Wait, what does kicking someone in the fanny mean? Here? You kick yeah, them the in butt. the butt. Well, in the butt. There, it's in a woman's vagina. So saying I want to do you in the fanny means two different things. Well, between here and there, yeah. 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 yeah there, it's a much it's more a whole, traditional thing. Playground. Yeah. <laughs> traditional. Here, you should probably watch who you say it to big time. <laughs> well, it's becoming quite traditional here as well. <laughs> God's loophole. It's 2020. Everybody's eating ass. Okay. You got me there. What else you got? I also watched the entire Back to the Future series. I was not feeling well, so I was stuck in bed. It's always a great series to watch, even though Endgame kind of says it can't happen, but it's worth it to watch. Oh, because of the time travel? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Damn you, Rudd, but whatever. And because I watched that, uh, I ended up watching Ready Player One again uh, because of the little tidbits but then i found a lot of like little things in ready player one that made me love the movie all over you didn't find nothing you watched a behind the scenes from the special features on the desk and you're like oh yes that i didn't know about and i was like "Ooh, special features well Well, it's super fun that they took a game or, or a book about easter egg hunting made a movie that's radically different than hid nothing but easter eggs to the book throughout the movie and I didn't realize it. I guess because Very I like the book. There's like when he is in his van, when Wade's in his van, there's a He-Man lunchbox with Pop Rocks. There are posters of Joust. Mm-hmm. And uh, on H's van, there's Doom. And so oh. you kind of... Because a lot of people were upset that the book wasn't true to the movie. Why do people do that? I don't never understood. Like, I don't know, Angela. Carbon, why do they do that? Just want a carbon copy of the book in film version. I liked it, but my even Justin, who said he loved the book, and he's like, he said he still enjoyed the movie. I think like the movie was, stands good on its own. If you never read the book, you're yeah, gonna be satisfied I liked, with that I've movie. I've seen it twice. You know yeah. what I mean? For sure. And I'd read the book again, too. Hell yeah. Will Wheaton read it to me, baby? <laughs> it was, the book to be made into the movie would have to be a, a freaking Peter Jackson-style four movies or something like that. It's super long. A lot happens. Yeah, that's true. You know? 
And so does he still get the girl in the end? I don't know. I don't want to spoil it for you. In the book, no, I've seen the movie. Oh yeah, it's a girl in the fanny. You haven't read the book? <laughs> right in the fanny. <laughs> it's definitely a good audio book to <laughs> listen to. Will Wheaton. I like Will Wheaton's reading. But it's always funny to hear him talk about himself, like he's reading a fictional it, character. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely made me appreciate the movie more, seeing those tidbits of where the movie and book were connected. So. What are you typing over there? Nothing. Teep, teep, Keep going. Teep, teep, teep. Let's see. And then I watched, finally, episode two of Westworld. Uh, <laughs> I watch it like this. Like, okay. You have to explain it to the listener. This is oh, an audio medium. I watch medium. it with my hands up because I'm trying to cover the unmentionable parts. I'm She's trying to seeing. grab the unmentionables. Don't let her lie. She's I'm imagining like, touching it. It's like I don't have hands. Beep, 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 beep. beep. Now, you squish them like bugs. I have to tell you, I mean, she only reacts work. that way when the nudity is related to like sex. That's true. When okay. Tandy Newt was, was running around say... for her life and her tits were flopping out, she didn't care. Who? I was. Uh, Maeve. Oh yes. I was gonna ask. Isn't there, you know, with the clinical, or isn't there like some kind of detachment when when it's presented detached? And sure. It sounds like yes. Probably. That makes more sense. I watched a movie once with Christina Ricci and I think it was Liam Neeson where she was dead and he was a mortician. That's crazy. And she was laying on a slab pretty much the entire movie naked. And she was like basically talking to him and he was explaining to her that she was dead and stuff. It was really freaking weird. Um, And there was nothing even remotely sexual about her nudity. (laughs) Liam Yeah. I believe it was Liam Neeson. I'm 95% sure. I'm definitely confused in Westworld. Not to change the subject on you guys yeah. talking about dead. It's nipples, on purpose. Boobs, whatever. Um, I'm sure they're all relative. Um, you're still looking? Afterlife? I found it. The movie is called Afterlife with Christina Ricci, Liam Neeson, and guess who? Justin Long. <laughs> Long. Aww. I love Justin Long. Just another ill-fated relationship. I don't know what that means. Yeah, so you're you're watching this entire movie not understanding is she actually dead? Um, because she's in a, in a funeral home, mm-hmm. you know, laying on a slab. Is Liam Neeson talking to her because he has a supernatural ability, or is he kidnapping her and she's still alive? Or is he just crazy? Um, Maybe the logline says after a car accident, a young woman caught between life and death meets a funeral director who claims to have the gift of transitioning the dead into the afterlife. But is he lying or what? You have to watch the movie to find out. Okay. Uh, What's the name of the movie? It's called Afterlife. Afterlife, And I got to tell you, I watched this movie. Can't tell you if he's a a psychopath or if he's really gifted. I don't remember. Is it horror? Oh. It's horror esque. It's more of a drama. Drama mystery. I'll have to. Well, but anyway, so you're confused about Westworld, which makes sense because you should be. Yeah. But I don't know what is don't. with this show. I'm not like gung ho about watching the next episode. There is three distinct timelines happening all at once, and you don't know which one is which. 
So, but like, wouldn't I feel like, ooh, I want to keep watching this, but I don't. It's like, oh, I guess I should watch the next episode. This isn't exactly your bag. Um, I mean, I wanted good. you to, yeah, I wanted you to watch it because it's, it's so well acted. And it also, I, I, I don't know, do you agree with me? It kind of transcends the medium that it's presented in. There is something extra about the show that makes you think about it long after you're done watching watching it. You think about it and how it relates. How is your humanity even prescribed? Like, because it's basically this discussion of what makes you you. Hmm. Right. <sighs> and at at what point? What what exactly is? consciousness sure and it, it and is that what makes us human is it right is it as simple as that if we strip away or our consciousness are we just a beast right it, and, if, and it's yeah is it the soul it's definitely thought-provoking for sure and you know it's i mean it's a cool sci-fi romp you know i i mean it's the special effects are great, but oh, they the put money into the superb. show. How many? That, uh, they have. Go ahead. They have androids on it, show, right? Yeah, that's all they are. Is they're they're called hosts for an amusement park. They're basically human uh, analogs that the the guests can interact with in any sort of way. If you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, and some of this. Yeah, you know, Ugh. little sword fight. Sword fighting. Uh, um, and then there's a scene where this happens. Sure. Well, there's a lot of Not this too. Uh, a little. T- we see. That was the last episode I watched. I didn't want to go back. I have not wanted. I. You guys have been talking about it for like four weeks, and I still don't have the urge to go back because that was the last episode I watched. Was when was it? That Jada Pinkett Smith. Who was that? The African American gal. Candy uh, Newton. Her after she kind of awoke. That was the last episode I've watched, and it was just, it was. I, guys, you're you're gonna think this is a little weird coming from Mr. Aaron Carey. It was a little too raunchy for me. I was like, I don't know if I want to watch more of this. It was just it that took away dies from what down. The episode was to me. Oh yeah, 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 that dies down for sure. So like, season one is basically a discussion about what the show's gonna be about. Season two is a bridge between till season three. Then season three is the show. Hmm. Yeah, not to have a callback, but there was an interesting episode of Star Trek The Next Generation where uh, they were like, well, Data, because he's an android, mm-hmm. Data's like property of the of Starfleet, right? Because like, he's a machine, and they're like, oh no, I mean, he's, uh, you know, he's got a consciousness and all this other stuff. Right. So it's really he's interesting. He's the guy. Hmm. So yeah, he's they a were slave like, of Starfleet? Robin. Interesting. Robin oh, yeah, Williams that's the, uh, uh, man, Bicentennial Man. I'm pretty sure he went to heaven when he died. That's what they were, like, Picard was like, uh, no. Um, you know, he's got a consciousness and all this stuff. And he, like, he had to argue the case. And he's like, okay, why don't you prove that I have a soul? Prove that I'm sentient. And the guy's like, how do I do that? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah. The Westworld t- takes that concept and magnifies it by a billion through long, long conversations between, like, they have these sit-downs with, the, like, the creators of the the AI and then this host, Dolores, who you're basically following through the entire series. 
and they're having these long talks about what makes her who she is, what she remembers, how she feels about it. And he's basically leading her into these conversations, developing her consciousness. I'm trying not to listen to the conversation, so I don't... But as that's happening, you're watching Dolores in three distinct timelines in that first season. It's bazonkers. Well, it is I don't really know that. Stop telling Timelines me. as in, like, multiverse-type stuff? Or no, like three separate happen? points in time. So you're watching okay. these events carry out over however long it takes. Um, but I, I can't say anymore. It really spoils it. Okay. All right, let's, let's leave it there, because I, I, I have been debating on going back to the show. I would recommend going back. I, I'm still knee-deep in season two. Um... I think I think I'm about halfway through the season, and I I took a break, huh. but I'm gonna be going back to it as well. I want to see where season three takes us. Maybe season I'm super biased. I don't know. Season three was so good. I guess I gotta get caught up. It it explores the nature of who we are even Your turn, more. Matthew. Oh, I can't wait to talk about it. The only thing I haven't seen yet. It was Kill Kenny that someone told me. Letter Kenny? Letter, yeah. Kill Kenny. Letter. So Kill good. Kenny, South Park, oh, Letter Kenny. Kenny. Oh, my God, I just, they killed uh, Kenny. I just watched some more of it this last week. I just... Well, I hey, Aaron, what else did you watch? So you're yeah. hanging down at the shop with your boys. <laughs> what else do you watch, Aaron? Oh, I, I, I... Oh, it's my turn. Um... I have not been able to watch much television. There's been a lot of yard work in my meantime. A, a lot. It has been very wonderful, actually. But I feel very accomplished with it. However, just finished Avatar Season 2. Mm. And I did not expect the show. Because the problem is, it, it since it got released on Netflix, there has just been hordes of spoilers hitting. But sure. I've seen it. It's, not, it's my fault. It's you know 12 years old or whatever. 15, 10 and i've been it don't bother me too much because i've seen them years ago but wow um watching season one mostly on one and a half speed there isn't even a moment that i would ever wish to do that in season two i was very surprised about the fights i thought they were very well done and something in a a reference point would be the buildup that occurs in filler episodes of Naruto or Dragon Ball Z is completely eliminated because they get rid of there. Maybe there's one side episode here or there, but the training isn't watched as much. So when you see Sokka fighting on the season finale or the second to season finale on season two, where she is just literally fighting Sokka and not Sokka, who's the bad Zuko, Zuko, Zuko and his sister. And mm-hmm. she's she's holding her own, and she was doing some badass water bending, and I just thought it was just fantastically done. Thought the animation was great, and the storyline has been very captivating. But for movies, I can't remember Angela. I think you said about two weeks ago you watched Up. Mm-hmm. Was it? Yep. I cried three times. <laughs> it just yep. full on like the tear. My daughter looks at me like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> They get you right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And when he's it's looking fruit. at the book of the places we'll go oh. at the end. Oh, man. And, oh, oh. Just, like, just when you thought you were out of the park, right in the yeah. gut. It it rocked my socks. And Rosie looked at him and she goes, are you okay, Dad? Like, I got 
know you're not okay yeah, and you'll like, never be okay again. Yeah. yeah. No. The movie changes um, you. Yeah, no, no new shows, although I will say my favorite day I've had to have you. Okay, so you guys know on, in, which one's the last one? Infinity War is the second to last one. Infinity War, when Hulk grabs the gauntlet and he's like, it's like I was made for this, you know, and he does the pull. So my wife tells me the day before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Infinity. The there was no Hulk in Infinity War at all. Well, it oh, was right. in the thank very you, beginning. You. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah right. you're right. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so Infinity War. So, Wednesday, I am um, reminded that Rosie, after her tonsillectomy, has to essentially stay just still for the rest of the day. And she's like, we just need her to watch TV and relax. And I'm like, it was like I was made for this, <laughs> like putting on the gauntlet. So, she came home at 10 a.m. and we watched movies, no shows, from 10 a.m. until 10.30 p.m., I'd say for the first time since my daughter is in a baby, she slept on me, curled in. We watched Incredibles one, we watched Brave. Good show. We, oh yeah, we watched um, uh, Disney that Little show. Mermaid, and then one more movie. We were, oh Nightmare Before Christmas because she's been wanting to watch that and she did really well. Like I was getting kind of like I don't know if she can handle it. She loved it. But this is what I was getting to at the end. Wonderful time. Great bonding. But she fell asleep for an hour. And I was like, well, let's see what I can watch at Disney+. And I forgot I never finished The Mandalorian. What? So, yeah, I don't know how it happened. I just, like, left off. So I watched episode seven. Tonight I'm watching episode eight to finish it out. And I, j- I still cannot believe how well written that show is, how great the acting is done. And it really does go to... It really does show what the necessary tools are to make an appropriate, well-written, amazing Star Wars. Because oh, you mean just smart it, people who yeah, actually love the just, source material. Okay. It really makes me... It, it, what really pisses me off is it ruined, although 7, 8, 9 could do it all on their own, but it completely ruined it for me. I'm like, I don't ever want to watch them again because of what Mandalorian did. And Baby Yoda, I love... Well, he, you know, you I watched, do remember... You, have you watched Dave Filoni's other stuff? Like uh, Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels? No, I didn't know if I wanted to get into that. I didn't you will. Know if if you like The it. Mandalorian, you'll like them. It's the same beat-for-beat beat structure, except it's written by Dave Filoni, who's like the modern George Lucas, as opposed to The Mandalorian, is all written by Jon Favreau. Oh, just... It's animated. I will, yeah. I will watch that. I'll probably do my next animation after uh, Aang or the legend the airbender cora has me interested enough that i'll likely watch that but i'm just i'm really impressed with that show i didn't expect it to be that good i really didn't i thought it was going to be there's going to be a huge good. thing in the it's finale high. you're not going to understand because you didn't watch clone wars and you didn't watch rebels <laughs> shit yeah Wait, which but, part is that I can't say, uh, but you can Google That's it tonight. And, well, next, and get next, some uh, some background on it. it to me. Okay. I don't even know if I could. <laughs> I'll send you a YouTube video. <laughs> that, that sounds good. Oh, and oh, what's he got? Ooh. What's he so doing? So I just have to sh- I have to show this to you. you guys. Two things. If you get uh, three things, number one, I cannot recommend enough um, Renegade Star on Audible. 
I'm on book four. Mm. It is legitimately Firefly. To the top, bottom. It's a mixture of Firefly and Cowboy Bebop. It's a renegade cowboy person. What I'm doing currently is I put my headphones on um, silence, like noise cancellation. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the night, I'll do my dishes and clean the floor and mop and sweep. And I get like a two-hour hit or an hour hit of just this audiobook. I am just... It is so engaging it was like two hours to get the show going and you think he's kind of a, a dumbass the dude is it's it is he is nathan fillion and the guy who does the voice acting is the person that has done a bunch of my audiobooks i like like we be the wizard and that stuff i talked about and uh, maybe a year ago but i cannot recommend it enough however i'm going to tell you these comics Oh no, dude! My again. Dune comics oh, are Whoa. so dope, dude. Look at that. Look the at art this. Art looks just like oh, the movie. Kyle McLachlan. And my shirt. my good friend, he just bought me the new the the Dune board game, like recreated from the 1980 version of it. And I read through the 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 instructions. That was the most difficult thing. I don't think I'll ever get to play it, but I want to. My neighbor <laughs> said he would try it. The instructions were 20 pages long. And it was it was a lot. Ages. Yeah. And lastly, as my recommendation, if you can get a chance, it is called Something is Killing the Children. Hmm. And it's fantastic art. Very similar to Paper Girls, if you read any comics. Oh. Highly recommend Something is Killing the Children. Very happy that Something I read it this week. Something is Killing the is Children. Killing. Well, we got a whole block of crap from A.A. on this week. Yeah. Very good. I'm good now. That's all I have. Well, I watched a bunch of stuff people already mentioned. Um, I didn't watch Hinterland, though. I stayed away from it. And while she was watching that, I was watching a Netflix series called The Stranger. Oh, I um, started that. The Stranger, the Stranger. I didn't want to watch it because I don't like Richard Armitage. I don't know why. I like have an issue with him. He seems like the devil. Which guy is that? He's the guy who played uh, Theoden in The Hobbit. He was uh, also the guy who shot Captain or who shot Tucci in Captain America, the German spy. Who's, who's and he Tucci. used his tooth. He was the Stanley Tucci. The doctor. Come on. Um, <gasps> I just. Oh, I, you don't like him? Something about his face. I don't like him. Although I did like him. He plays Wolverine in the podcast, the Marvel podcast series, and he's good in that. So, anyways, I've watched two like two of this guy Harlan Corbin, who is a writer. Uh, they've made a couple different series, um, and I've, they did the series Safe that had Dexter in it, and um, The Five that was also on Netflix. I watched both of those; they're real good. So I was like, I'll give this one a ride. And holy shit, it is a ride! There is more twists and turns it's than confusing. a backcountry trail. It is insane how much stuff is going on when it's only a small community of people. Like ten people have all these intertwining things going on. It's mm -hmm. bonkers. Um, it follows the lives of suburban families whose secrets and lies are made public by the appearance of a stranger. So, a chick just walks up to Richard Armitage and she's like, "Yo, man, your wife faked her pregnancy. Yeah. You didn't have to stay with her. Peace and leaves." And he, he's like, "What the hell?" And everything starts to unravel from there. And I won't spoil anything because. It is Craig Cray. Um, I do highly I recommend the, it, though. What's that? I saw the previews for that. It's insane. 
I think you should, I, if you like British shows, if you like, you know, if you had watched Safe with it uh, pissed me off Michael C. Hall, and if you watched uh, The Five, you'll probably like this too. It's more Harlan Corbin. I don't like relationships in British TV. It seems these. I, I don't get it. It seems like they don't like each other or love each other. They just hug each other. I, psh, beep. <laughs> beep, she says after she swore. I am serious, though. The they just people, kick in the fanny all day long. I watched the first episode of this, and it doesn't even seem like the wife loves the husband. Uh, and, like, even the boyfriend and the girlfriend, they're like, we're just fling. You know, we're just I, I'm not going to spoil anything for you. You'll, really you'll see. Um, for whatever reason, too, there's this movie that was available to watch called Edge of Extinction. It is the indiest of indies. Super low budget. Probably cost 75 bucks to make. It is two hours and 20 minutes long. Edge and I sat and watched the whole thing. You poor you guy. Intrigued. It, oh, Aaron, you're going to love it. It's horrible. It's going to be real bad and way too long. Of course, Aaron's into it. So it is a weird enigma. Just like my sex life. In that it is 90 minutes too long, yet just the right time. What's it called? Edge of Extinction. I think the original title was called The Brink. Um, but I saw it titled as Edge of Extinction. It's about the nukes have dropped. The world is has gone into extinction. Um, there's a guy trying to survive on his own. He runs into a girl and everything goes to shit. There's some cannibals who live nearby and it all falls to pieces from there. Um, it is slow. I don't know why I kept watching it. I honest <laughs> to God don't know why I kept watching it, but there's something wait, about wait. it. Is it better than Dune? It's better than Dune. Dune's Fuck like the toilet paper up. this movie wipes its ass with. Um, I will. Perfume? <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk about him like that. Well, you know, we'll see. Good. Uh, I, I can't really recommend that anyone go out of their way to watch it. I'll just say that it's out there in the world. Okay. I also watched a movie I also I don't think anybody should, should watch. watch. It's called 7500. What? And because there's so much limited to watch, this is a new movie starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And I was like, I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Show me. I will watch this movie. And it's about a pilot who is joseph gordon levitt and he who doesn't love him hold on i'm getting it oh i watched another good movie i need to share anyways uh this is a foreign movie it's not even american made it seems like it might be german and some terrorists hijack his plane and it's literally takes place in the cockpit of the airplane and it's just not very good Hmm. i don't but it's got loves his performance is fine. Um, you know, his name is on the poster, but it's not in the stars. It's, he's not one of the top stars of the movie on no. IMDb. So, but he's the only really person who talks throughout the movie. It's weird. Um, don't watch it. Just take my word for it. Joseph Gordon-Levitt was a pilot in a movie. Enjoy that. Um, the last thing I will recommend, though, is a game I found on Xbox Game Pass called Deliver Us the Moon. Holy cow, is it fun. Uh, you are an astronaut who has to go to the moon because the moon has found helium-3. They're using it to create clean energy, which they microwave transmit back to the moon or back to Earth, and it powers the whole Earth. It's fantastic. How do they but get the waves that far? Satellites. Pew! And 
Ooh, it's pretty For whatever cheap. reason, one day the moon goes dark. And all power on Earth shuts down. And after five or nine years or something like that, they finally get enough resources together to be able to send an astronaut back up to the moon to see what went wrong. And you are that astronaut. And you're trying to investigate and discover what the hell happened. Ooh. And I'm curious. It's a, it's a mystery. You have to unravel by reading people's emails and listening to their audio files. You didn't play it with Matthew? It's a single player game. Oh. It's very Is beautiful. Is it worth $24? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's worth 24 bucks. Okay. I didn't pay anything for it, so. Do I have to I can walk say that. and shoot at the same time? Are you wearing a badass beater? <laughs> no, it's a tank top. It's Wait, just... that's dif- the difference? <laughs> Men wear yeah, in, beaters. In that, oh. in that it's not appropriate to say that anymore. <gasps> they're not you can't what i thought those were no they're they're called a a shirt now a a a a a a shirt it's kind of see shannon's a wife beater it's empire oh hold on empire strikes back so yeah um it's worth 24 bucks if you have xbox game pass i highly recommend you check it out uh yeah, because you get it's to on, play them for PC, free. Right? Gotcha. What's that? It's on PC, right? Steam, I reckon yeah, so. Yeah, $17 on Steam. Ooh, even better for you, Matt. Hmm. What's it called again? Deliver Us the Moon. It runs on Unreal Engine 4, so it looks pretty beautiful. Um, the physics are neat because you spend a good portion of, of the first part of the game in space, and you're in zero-G. So you have to like navigate your way around and solve these puzzles to get to the next part of the level. Um, well, you lost me at space, but you brought me back in with puzzles. Okay. I'll probably check it out. Yeah, it's interesting. It's we- very interesting. Uh, I can't wait to see exactly what happens and why they uh, why things happened. I won't spoil anything. We watched a really good movie this week that we forgot to mention. We did? What did we watch? We watched The Wedding Singer. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Oh, that is such a good movie. It, it was four ninety nine on Apple Movies, so I bought Love it. Love stinks. It was so yeah, yeah. Oh, you mentioned um, Lovitz, even though he's not in that movie. It just made me think of the horrible singer. Whoa, what is Who, all that? Who is that? Who's that horrible? That's singer? Angela. No, it's not. It's Angela. She's taking her earbuds in and out. Oh, okay. Look at that. Nothing's happening for me. Have you never seen The Wedding Singer, Angela? I have. Yeah, oh, okay. I, love it. I thought I she didn't want to hear. Who is that guy that sings? He goes, thanks to you. John Lovitz. Oh, it is John Lovitz. Yeah. I hate John Lovitz. Though. I hate John Lovitz. But his character's so awesome. So, anyways, uh, we watched it with our daughter and we laughed and cried a bunch. It was great. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely Adam Sandler's best work. I don't think there is any close comparison. Mm. No, Uncut Gems. Easy. I, I don't care how, how many times you say that. There will never be a movie. Uncut Gems. Go do it. Just go watch it. <sighs> I don't believe you. Why are you not watching this yet? You, watched, you bought The Wedding Singer, and you could have done the same for Uncut Gems. You need to watch oh, it. It's on Netflix. Well, it? one I know for a fact is good. The other is an unknown. 
you bastard. Well, you did recommend Dune, Neverending Story, and Perfume, so... And that was when we were picking movies that were special to us. And that was when I was just, you got to reference a movie. Uncut Gems, I would say that even Shannon would like. Oh. Ooh, that's hard. I don't think she will. I mean, that's difficult. She's used to uncomfortable situations. She lives with you. It's (laughs) A-OK. I think every day. No. I don't know. We'll have to see. If it's it. like Westworld. No. Where's my keyboard? I want my no, keyboard. No, the Wedding Singer isn't anything like. It no, is the Wedding Singer is amazing movies. His, his range Jordan's acting in that movie, movie is movie. is phenomenal. It is. I mean, he, the emotion that he shows when he's singing that song on the plane. Oh, what about when he's singing the other you. song? Oh my god! When he's crying but, while he's singing it, and he has to be funny, sad, all these things all at once. Drew Barrymore and him have instant chemistry with each other. They are so charming. I'd watch them on tandem toilets take a shit. I really like the Fifty First Dates too. Fifty First Dates. You know what? Even Blended was good. Even Blended was good. I. You know what? I'm gonna have to watch the the Drew Barrymore Adam Sandler trilogy. Yeah, it's what's even blended. Blended, yeah, I think I, blended is is a movie. Yeah, I think I it's a Drew Barrymore Adam Sandler movie. It's it's another rom com. It's it's super cute. Their like chemistry it. is just undeniable. Yeah. and I guess they became like very very good friends making this movie. Yeah, and you can tell. It, it uh, shows on screen. As Johnny C. McGinley would say. <laughs> I was literally just going to say that. The camera's an x-ray. You can't bullshit the camera. Can't lie to the camera. But he's so right. You know, this is obviously so right. from the Scrubs podcast, Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Uh, John McGinley, who plays Dr. Cox on Scrubs, it's his belief and his mantra that the camera is an x-ray. And he's like, you just can't hide from it. And he, he does nothing but jerk Donald Faison and Zach Braff off. He loves them so much. It's so good. It's so good. Say, so, yeah, I guess I keep recommending that podcast. I don't know. Yeah, I gotta watch Scrubs. I've never. I've, yeah, yeah, I've I've really got to watch that's that. That's a good one. I watched it just out of order on random days on UPN and WB Twenty and stuff. I never well, really got the full scope of what the show. If you liked all the crying you did in Up, you'll love Scrubs. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> I just I th- yeah we talked Scrubs. about that a while back like I, I have favorite scenes you know him being knocked out playing basketball why are you laying here with me right going to be alone you know <sighs> yeah I mean Scrubs was the first of its kind it was the first sitcom that actually introduced drama you know and still to this date from what I understand the most medically accurate doctor show ever made yeah <laughs> yeah that is correct. They had a real doctor. The JD. real JD. Yep. <laughs> the real JD was there on set most of the time to make sure it was medically accurate. Yep. Pretty wild. You're telling me Grey's Anatomy was not medically oh, sweet accurate. Jesus, get out of town. No, that is what I'm telling you. <laughs> it's not human Mr. accurate. Mr. McSteamy, listen, Mr. McSteamy did so many things. No, Grey's Anatomy is pretty accurate as well for the most part, but I love that Scrubs show. is 
just more accurate. Although, anytime you see somebody flatlining and defibrillators going on their chest, that is not medically accurate. That is not. Never defibrillate somebody who doesn't have a heartbeat. It's not going to do anything. <gasps> oh, Big Hero 6. My daughter watched Big Hero 6 for the first time. Holy oh, shit, I forgot about, about that movie. Here. <sighs> Takashi lives in here. Oh, my God. My daughter watched it twice in the same day. She was so blown away because I didn't know if she was ready for it. That was that was the fourth movie we watched on that day. She wouldn't. She won't stop talking about it. She loves because I keep doing the la 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 la, and she won't do it. So she'll do this. She'll go find dad, and she turns away, and she gives me the pounce. I can go la 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 la. So, peeps out there, there's not a ton of stuff going on in the movie world because everything's shut down due to COVID. But Matt drug up a piece of movie news this week. Let's hear it, Matthew. Breaking news. Oh, it says breaking news. What's that? Breaking news. Just today. Yeah. You, you don't remember sending us news today, Matt? Yeah. Something I that don't remember everyone five remember. minutes ago. Oh, okay. Well, Matt, Matt sent us alcoholic? a piece of news that HBO has got his little oh. dirty fingers onto The Last of Us. Now I'm not sure what this is. Is this like a video game or something? One of the be- it's probably one of the top five it's best video games best that has ever been released. Yeah. yeah. As far as being a story, I played that game like four times through. Jesus Murphy. Um, engrossing makes you fall in love with characters. It's a film you get to play through. It breaks your heart within the first couple minutes too. Yeah, you will cry. Like, you will. You are well, emotionally invested. Right it is the best of the best of the zombie quote unquote. Um, type of thing. It makes The Walking Dead look like the actual trash it is. Um, it looks fun. I just don't think Days I can Gone play it. makes The Walking Dead look like trash. It's kind of difficult. It's not an easy Shaun game. Of the, Shaun of the Dead is still my favorite. Song. Shaun of the Dead is the That's best. fantastic. Movie? It's the best. Um, and they're going to turn it into a series. No, that's, Originally, that's it had been, it's been in development hell for years to be a movie. And there's been speculation as to who might play Joel, the main character, and who might play Ellie, uh, his young little sidekick, who is his daughter. Billy and Drake. Um, and she was modeled after Ellen Page, but Ellen Page has said that she's much too old to play that character now. So why would she even want to? I don't even know if she's actually even modeled after Ellen Page. I think it just got no. She she sued. Looked exactly like her. <laughs> no, she 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 sued because she had her own game with her real likeness being used for it, and she sued The Last of Us for using her rights for her likeness. She was really pissed off about The Last of Us when that came out. Oh, yeah, that's right. That happened. Yeah, she was mad as hell. She kept getting tweets like, oh, you were great in The Last of Us. She's like, no. It wasn't her. No. Yeah. So the new Last of Us 2. Wait, Delayed. Actually, screwed The Last of Us 2. Well, all I know about it is they kill kill off Joel, and she's now a lesbian. That's the only thing I know that happens in it. Please don't say spoilers. No, it's not a spoiler. That's just what is known about it. That's it's a huge thing about it. Everybody's really mad because they made it as a interracial lesbian couple. That's the whole premise of the show, the whole game. I doubt that that's true, Aaron. 
I really hope they don't go with that storyline. Nope, that is literally what the storyline is. There is a, it's actually quite a lot of people that are going to be boycotting. It was like the thing you talked about when they did the Ghostbusters. They're doing it for the same reason. Is the general thought for it right now is that injecting okay. it into there purposefully. Yeah. Either way, uh, HBO, when their new streaming service HBO Max, will be delivering to us a Last of Us television series. That was probably a better idea to make into a series than to make as a movie. Um, movies would yeah. be great, but there's no guarantee. Uh, but HBO can green light us maybe 10 episodes, and that would tell a very, very rich story that could get us maybe through the first game. Video games are notoriously bad as movies. Like, they're having well, what about Mario Super Mario Brothers? Stop talking right now. Repeat. Hey, what about um? How does this get get what done? The Nathan Drake series. How what? How does how does this The Last of Us get made before the the Nathan Drake series for PlayStation? Those the four movies, uh, the four games. Um, You mean why are they making this instead of Uncharted? Yeah, Uncharted. it blows my mind because I feel like was, I like that's just surprising that this gets it. Uncharted yeah, would just more. Be, yeah, I think there's more interest though for Last of Us. Zombies. We, if you want to watch Uncharted, you can already watch Indiana Jones. You know what I mean? It's already a it's already a property that exists. It, anytime you're going to make it, it's going to seem very derivative. Sure, there's tons of zombie movies out there, but there's none like this. No, there's not. It's it uh, is it is just absolutely insane. She, My wife it, watched me play the game, and she hates video games. These are science She's, based in to a certain extent. So I mean, they already had that. her as a lesbian, by the way, because in the DLC, she like falls in love with this girl. Yeah, she was already gay in the first. I one. played it. I didn't feel like she was in love, but I get you. Huh. I get you. I, I'll agree. Maybe not in love, but I yeah. highly doubt the game is going to be about her being gay. No, no. I just it's <laughs> it's a tough premise to throw in because that was just. I would have liked to seen them just them continuing. That's all I really wanted. I don't think that's yeah. That could be what it's about. It's not you know the shows it's, the game's not good. People just get upset because like oh it's, it's all politically correct. All I highly doubt they kill Joel, at least not in the very beginning. Yeah, I'm gonna be angry if that's true. That's very true, my guys. Because the game is... It's not spoiler. It is just... It's like reading Yahoo News. Somebody spoiled the game ahead of its time. I'm sorry. So sorry. I'll shut up. It's okay. So I guess Polygon is reporting that Naughty Dog said Joel isn't playable in the character in the game, but I kind of figured that was going to happen because it's all about Ellie. She's like grown up and shit now. So well, I'm confused. This video game's not about him; it's about her. The second yeah. one. What's well, always about her? It's always about her. I really the- thought it was about him and his adventure with her. Yeah, the first one's kind of about that, but it's more centered around their relationship and like how important she's supposed to be. And about grief and about loss and about how can you move on when the whole world is crumbled around you. It's an allegory for the, the experience Joel has at the very beginning of the game. So are they planning on making a movie for each video game? I think they're just making no. a TV show. 
I don't think oh. they're going to end up making a movie now because they got the HBO series coming out. Gotcha. And I, yeah, I have no idea what they're going to base it around, if they're going to even have the characters hmm. from the video games. They could just make a separate show, like... Huh. Interesting. So, nothing has been confirmed that Joel is not alive. <sighs> yeah, I read that somebody, they, like, they said somebody leaked something or something, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to stay I mean, the people are speculating that he's never been alive, that he was a figment of Ellie's imagination the entire time. That's really weird. Yeah, so... For, no, for even in the first one. So this is conspiracy theory tripe. We'll see when the game comes out. Okay. And how long till that comes out, Matt? Hmm. 12 days. 12 days? Oh, goodbye, $70. Wow. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, you know, I think it actually for the zombie show, too, it has like the most scientific explanation for any Yeah, of they use the zombie ant thing. Hold on. This game comes out in 12 freaking days? Whoa. That's yeah, that's money gone. I'm gonna pre order yeah. that shit today. Goodbye, muscles. I mean money. Hmm. Hello belly. So that's pretty much all we got. I'm very excited to see another HBO series. They have been doing pretty well with what what they've been given. I don't know. Hmm. I mean I don't watch all their stuff, but the ones I do watch are all very yeah. good. Yeah. Good shows. You know, I would have liked uh, Game of Thrones to turn out better in the end, but yeah. Well, what are you supposed to do when you have to from the creator's material? You get the Star Wars sequels. Right. You know, it is what it is. But we did have some pieces in that series that we all enjoyed. So I enjoyed it all up until like the last two episodes, basically. Yeah, when they decided to leave all of their narrative threads dangling. killed. The white, white. The Night King. The Night King. I don't even think they had so much that they uh, they left the threads dangling. They more of like just took a shit on them. Yeah, they didn't. You know, everything that they, all these threads they had weaved together to make this beautiful tapestry. They just, like Matt said, they they turned the camera from the tapestry to a drawing of a horse and shit or something. (laughs) You know, it was like. Well, why did we have to know anything about Jon Snow and his lineage? That played no part in anything. And it was such a huge mystery in the book. Whatever. You know, Lady Stoneheart would have been nice, too. Oh, God. You know, if if you're unaware, Lady Stoneheart is Catelyn Stark. She didn't die. Where did she go? There she... She back? Yeah. Catelyn dies, but she gets brought back to life. Um... Oh. And she's a major character in the book still, so it's weird. Uh-oh. 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 You right, Angela? <laughs> yeah, we... Yeah, have you not been I noticed was... we've been doing your facial? Me and Shannon have been following you for all your <laughs> facial positions? No, I've been trying to get this, this static thing to stop. It, it's driving me crazy. Sorry. Bummer. We all look good doing it. It'll stop in a minute because here we go. (laughs) The outro is playing. Oh. I don't really have anything else, you guys. No. Yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna be a light, 
light few months for movie news, I bet. When do you guys think production is yeah. going to start up on some of this stuff? I'm I mean, production Bat- for Batman restarted. I thought it has already restarted. For what? Yeah. For some stuff. Batman. What? No. Yeah, they're putting a bunch of measures in place. And well, good because you know what—that is thousands and thousands of people's jobs. Yeah. You know, they're so good on, gonna good on have ex- they're gonna have extra people for sanitizing sets and stuff and props and whatnot. They'll have to be really straight. That's it good. Like, never come out in here. Mm, you know, there maybe they're banking on uh, 2021 being the year everyone goes to the movies nonstop because we've been stuck in our fucking house for six months. Yeah. Well, they have to put something in the theater if theaters are going to try and reopen. Yeah. Duh. Like, aren't these theaters going to go out of business? <laughs> Disney already talked about releasing Infinity War and Endgame. Again? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. You know, That's Disney crazy. loves money. Well, I know I saw news like Cinemark is going to try and uh, lure people to the movies with $5 movies. I was like, what movies are you showing? <laughs> I, you know what? The older, the better. The movies I never got to see in the theater, better. Right. You want me to go see Rear Window in the theater? Fuck yes. I want to see the original Ghostbusters. The original Ghostbusters in the theater? I am there. Princess Bride? Never ending count story. me in. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Count of Monte Cristo. Sure. I saw that in the theater, though. So, I mean, Lucky. these are all great. Interstellar. Ooh, Interstellar. I'd go watch that again. I saw that on IMAX, and it was boner. You still can, but it is it is quite expensive. I, as I said, <laughs> I looked into that. I really wanted to do that. So, everybody out there, hit us up at moviedummies at gmail.com. Let us know how you've been spending your quarantine, what's interesting, what's good. Maybe we'll be able to get some new stuff in our lives. Or you can go to anchor.fm slash moviedummies, and you can <laughs> leave us a voice message or just click the little link in your podcast description. That'll do that, too. Uh, thanks for listening. I hope you guys are all staying safe and everybody's healthy and happy in your home. Uh, as always, I am Joe. Oh, I am Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Nick. I'm Aaron. Talk to y'all later. Also, bye. 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 See you later, cheese bags. Cheese sticks bags.